0: Thomas. I'm Ben Milton. We are Batty. We are one. Hey, how you doing,
1: buddy? I am enraged.
0: Yeah, you said Ah. something about Verizon. Usually I hear good stories about Verizon overall. Overall, I've had a lovely
1: experience since dropping Comcast and going to Verizon FIOS. Right. I have enjoyed the service, it has been fast downtime has been almost non-existent um the service has been fantastic it's outrageously priced but what are you gonna do like it is yeah, what it the is quality like it every, yeah it, it's it's better service than i ever got from um comcast however i've recently been trying and by recently i mean over the last 90 days been trying to get their uh, parental controls for the internet to work. uh Oh, because I want to. Bl- I want to block like porn sites and stuff like that. Because the kids are you know, like the kids are they're on their older. electronics, and they're getting a little older, a little more curious. So I just want to protect them and keep them off of of this stuff. Right? No big deal. Right. Not trying to be a, a jerk about it, but that's the easiest way to manage manage this is through the router, and that's a FiOS thing. And they provide that through McAfee, right? Now, what happens is I set. They have this thing, this app called the My Fios app, and I download this stupid app, and that because that's where you can't do it through a web browser, you have to do it through their stupid app. Um, and so I've been trying to, um, to to make this work, and I said I set it up correctly, and um, it just it, it works on. My phones and my iPad and and like a Kindle. The 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 settings don't work on any of my PCs or laptops. Oh no. Yeah, and Aiden has a laptop, so obviously, right. like, I'm concerned about this. So I've been trying to get somebody on at Verizon to figure this out and and to and to 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 like just fix it i'm like i don't we need a new router what do you need like what what, what's it going to take to make this work right so i've i've been on the i initially called their tech support they had me delete the app reinstall it okay cool still didn't work they're like okay we're not sure we're going to escalate it up to next level Mm -hmm.
0: uh
1: next level uh, looks at it. They have me delete the app, reinstall it, and they go, and it still it still doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It still allows me to, to get get to porn sites. And they're like, oh, I don't, I, we don't know. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to contact the guy the 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 app maker and figure out why this doesn't work. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Weird, but all right, whatever. So I, uh, I, I I go through I go through the thing and 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 put a support ticket in through uh through the app the app store and and i'm like okay like you guys and it says like it's owned by file it's owned by verizon and FiOS it's not a third party right (laughs) right this is this so it's going to the same group that couldn't answer my question anyway and they just never responded They just flat out ignored me, and I sent in multiple tickets, (laughs) each one getting angrier and angrier in its tone (laughs) until finally I was like, okay, I'm going to call them back again. So I call them back, and uh, same thing. you got to delete the app, reinstall the app, try again. Mm -hmm. Okay, do that. It doesn't work. I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, so this time sign out of the app, then delete the app, then reinstall it okay sure why not like at this point i'm willing to try anything right and and the, the the frustrating thing is for me when you're technically capable like i'm not an idiot like i work i'm an engineer like i work and i like it is my thing my jam all day long 24 7 sure this is what i do right so calling tech support and they're like well did you you know did you set it up? Well, they give the really basic doubt-
0: stuff, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's infuriating. You, is it on? Is yeah. your router on right now? I <laughs> mean, is my router on right now? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Right. Like, oh god, I didn't even realize I don't have any internet access.
0: You know, <laughs> it's <a> dumb <laughs> shit like that. It just like,
1: come on. Like it's so you're trying but you're trying to be nice cuz you know like these people, these help desk people like don't make a lot of money. They're new to the industry. Right. They don't and know And a lot that of I've
0: times and a lot of times they deal with people where those are the for issues. sure,
1: for sure, and they have no idea that I have twenty years of experience in this industry, right? Like they, they have they have no idea. So I, I like try to politely tell them. I'm like, look, I I know what I'm doing. Like, can we move this along a little right. bit? And they but they have to stay to their stupid script because they don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Right. They're they're you, too new.
0: You know what we need? We need a like a special password and like a couple variations of them based on your level of. Or like expertise for people like yes. us who are a little bit more like who've gotten past some of these basics, so that when you're working with tech support, like just to say, "Hey, I've done some of the basic stuff. Let's let's get to the real like troubleshooting." Yeah, not, like yeah, is your computer on? Yeah like yeah, let, 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 yeah
1: I've, I've already done this myself. like and that, that's the thing like I've already deleted the app before I called. I've already tried all this I've tried resetting the router right. I've tried you know I've tried multiple angles before I even call tech support right like I go through everything I know so it's just, so I'm just wasting weeks and weeks and weeks of time with this stupid thing. So finally today I call, Oh, some 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 tech support last week gave me the phone number to like advanced tech support. She's like, "I'm not supposed to give you this number." She's like, "But I, you know, you've been given the run around here. Here's the number to to Verizon's like upper level tech support. You just buy, you're bypassing all the bullshit and going straight to the people that allegedly know what they're doing." Great. So I call them up today. And sure enough, they're like, okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, You know, they gave me a website. They were able to log into my computer, and I was able to show them exactly what was going on. And they're like, okay, well, did you delete the app? I'm like, yes, I've deleted the app. So they have me delete the app again, and reinstall the app, show them again. It still doesn't work, and they're like, "Well, uh, you use DuckDuckGo as a uh, web browser, so that that's like a really hard one to block." I'm like, "We'll change it to Google and see if it still works," and sh- sure enough, it still it still has a problem with Google, and they're like, "Oh, well, this doesn't make any sense." They're like, "Well." Um, you know, is is your Windows up to date? I'm like, yes, my Windows are up to date. Like, right. <laughs> what are we talking about here? So finally, they're like, oh, they. I mean, I was on a, I was on a call with them for two hours troubleshooting for two hours, just jumping through stupid hoop after stupid hoop after stupid hoop, and finally they go, we're gonna have to call McAfee and figure this out because McAfee is the one who wrote the software program for for the parental control stuff. Okay, so she three way calls. McAfee tech support like through their up to their like developer level of tech support so I'm, I'm getting like right in at the developer group the developer guy goes okay well um and and immediately she hangs up the phone she 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 just says hi and the guy goes hello this is John and I am from McAfee and I am here to help you I'm like okay first of all your name's not John I 100% know your name is not John. You've been speaking the English maybe four days. Okay. (laughs) Like it is so thick, Addy. I could not understand him, literally. And you know, I'm not like, I'm not that guy, right? right? Like I'm real, I'm totally, but this guy's English was so bad. His accent was so thick. I, I, I had, he's like, uh, he had me go to a website. He's going, H T T P. And I couldn't understand that he was saying HTTPS. (laughs) Like, yeah, I I was like, what? What website? You want me to type what? And he's like, (laughs) and so he was like trying to phonetically like do the the phonetic thing, like H for hippo. It was like, like, but it was like it was all really weird letters matching to like names that didn't match. Like, you're just like, wait, what? So, so eventually he gets me to this website confirms that yes I am actually going through the router that I'm telling them that I'm going through and he goes okay well did you delete the app (laughs) 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 I was
0: so I was so mad (laughs) so angry by that so frustrated I was just like yes god damn it I
1: deleted the fucking app and I put it back on my phone and it still doesn't work and he goes okay sir Um, I'm going to have to have somebody call you back. (laughs) No. So he's like, I'm going to have somebody call you back between 3 and 5 Eastern. Okay, great. No problem. I'm working from home today. I will do this. No problem. So... I, I but then immediately at, uh, w- while i'm on the phone with this guy my boss is texting me hey you need to give me a call you need to give me a call there's a problem sure i call him up he's like i need you to go to the radio station today <laughs> like you got to go into the studio
0: because
1: oh. there's like we've got two computers that are down and they servers and we need them fixed you got to go in okay great no problem so i race <laughs> race and, I, and then i got a fast car and i i I'm glad I had a fast car today. Yeah. I raced to that studio, keep screeching into the parking lot parking garage, ran upstairs, fixed the computers, fixed a console, had like 45 minutes to spare and raced home so I was home in time to catch this stupid phone call. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna miss this phone call. I've been trying to get a hold of these people forever. Right? I'm trying to get this fixed because Jenny's on my case about it she's not really on my case about it but like we were both like very uncomfortable like right. where our kids are at like we got it we gotta get this thing fixed we got to get this going so, so so she's kind of like just been asking for updates and stuff and I'm like I'm trying I'm, I'm working on it so anyway I get home three o'clock I'm like sitting by my phone I turn my ringer on so I may, make sure I hear it and it doesn't just like silently vibrate and I don't feel it or something like that because it happens to me all the time I never answer my phone. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm totally like looking for this call. Five o'clock blows by. They never freaking call. Oh god. I've n- and I have no way of getting back in touch with McAfee. Yeah. So I gotta start all the way over. Call verizon tech support again oh. and start this whole process all over again yeah. and hope this time i get somebody at mcafee who knows what they're talking about and knows what they're doing besides delete the app and reinstall it so that being said you messaged me a little bit earlier tonight and said hey can we record online tonight instead of in person fine no problem so i was late tonight to the recording because at 753 mcafee calls me <laughs> And they're like, and and again, it's a guy, it's a guy who's, who's got a really thick accent. Like you can tell, like, this isn't like their frontline tech support who actually have like really good, good English and, and are conversational and and fun. And, and, you know, I, I like, I generally, I generally like tech support people. right? Right. But this guy is like straight up developer nerd, barely speaks English and is really struggling to communicate with me. And I, and I with him, like I, I, I don't speak Hindi. I have no idea what to, what to say. So he, he once again goes, well, did you delete the app and reinstall it? I'm like, my God, man. So I'm like, yes, I've deleted the app. I've reinstalled it. Let's do it again just so, you know. And he's like, and then can you test? I'm like, yep, still get support porn sites. And he goes, okay, well, um, and it takes, takes us a couple of minutes to get this one sentence out of him, which mm-hmm. is, Well, we said we were going to call you from 3 to 5. We've been sitting around trying to figure out what's wrong, and we don't know. So that's why we called late. Can we call you back on Wednesday between 3 and 5, and maybe we'll have an answer by then? (laughs) But he didn't even say, I take that back, because he didn't even say, hey, between 3 and 5. He was just like, we'll call you back on Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. All right, fine. Call me back on Wednesday. This is more than I anticipated going into the yeah, evening at, with. at like, least they I admitted
0: was, they don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, right? So, so I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm like, what time are you going to call me back on Thursday? And he goes like, well, uh, you know, Thursday sometime. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, he's like, well, what about the same time that we set this call up? I was like, from 3 to 5 Eastern? He goes, yeah. I was like, "It's seven. O- it's eight o'clock at night. What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, we didn't know. We didn't have an answer, so we didn't call on time. I'm sorry about that." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, you morons!" <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, it's just been a disaster.
1: Oh, uh, so much fun. Oh my god, I'm so angry about it. I just want these websites blocked for my kids' sake, so I don't have to worry and stress about this crap anymore. Of course, and it's just been going on for so long. Oh my god, and I, I, and the fact that they keep going to the same thing over and over and over again. Right. I don't know what that would have to do with anything. Like it's because it. It the weird thing is, is that part of the parental controls work. It will. It will disable the, it'll disallow internet access times from the times that I program. Like, I can say, like, hey, Aiden has access to the, to the internet from, like, 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. And anytime else, it's off. And it totally works. But it won't do any of the site blocking yeah. or any of that other, like, it just does not work on, on any of my PCs. It's so frustrating. That's a lie. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I I feel like I should be documenting this because it would make it an amazing Twitter thread.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a that's a really odd situation. Like, it you doesn't would make think any these, sense these these at things all. just kind of work. Yeah, it doesn't make forward. any sense at
1: all. It's software. It's not like it's a hardware problem because the ones and zeros are getting to where they need to go. It's a, it's a straight up software issue. That on this router, that software is just not functioning. I just want them to, I'm like just send me a new router. Like that's where because that's where the software resides. It's right. It's it's probably just on a firmware chip in the router, and they either need to flash that or or uh update it or something. And nobody's thought of that yet. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm in. I'm in this for the long haul. I want to see how long I can. Ride this out before I finally go crazy and go back to Comcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're not going to go that far. Trust me. No, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this, this is, is frustrating, not, but this is not nearly not Comcast, Comcast levels of yeah, bad. No, yeah, oh my don't, god, don't they're the worst. Pretend. That's 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 serious for me. Yeah, Trust me.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that.
0: I like myself too much. <laughs> so how have you been, buddy? Good, good. So uh, last time we talked, we said. We would discuss this time what your top five podcasters that you'd want to sit down and talk with. Fuck,
1: oh, yes. Do you have your list? Yeah, I do. Oh, man, I wish that I had put some thought into this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't <laughs> forget. I knew you. I, I knew totally it. forgot. You know what's
1: funny is because it's it, it's messed up because I put it as a question – on our Spotify and on and through Spotify for people who listen to us on Spotify, right. I put a poll, a poll question up so that they could write in like who who and give us some suggestions. Let me check real quick and see if we got any because I okay. don't think we did because yeah. I've been checking all week to see what the answers are and it never occurred to me, hey dumbass, you should make your own list
0: <laughs> 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 Yeah, no well, replies. <laughs> I mean you were, you were working you know you were you, you were you're doing your thing.
1: I, I got a lot going on, I, yeah. you know. I, but this isn't. This is not going to be hard for me. This is yeah. not going to be hard for me. I can come up with top five very easily. Yeah. What's your I, What's your top five?
0: Uh, we, we want to count this one down, or do we want to like what? Do we, how do you want to do this?
1: Uh, go back and forth like five, five, four, four, three, yeah, three, sure, two, two, sure. one, one.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's do it that way. All right. So my number five would be actually Phil Vischer from the Holy Post, uh, who is also the who used to be the executive producer and founder of VeggieTales? <laughs> uh,
1: is just somebody you would like just just uh, hang out with, or wait, what is the what is the is it is it somebody we don't want to hang out with, or somebody we want to do a podcast with?
0: Uh, you know what, I, I I'd go both because I feel like podcasting is the ultimate hangout production. Uh, so so I think I think I'd say I think I'd go with both on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: my number five would be, um,
0: let me think, probably Rob Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see, yeah. Uh, You know, it's funny, like, I like Rob Bell. He was someone I thought about on this list, but I was like, I don't know if, like, I'd burn out on that discussion a little quicker. Like, there's something that's still- Oh, you wouldn't, you, yeah, for sure. You wouldn't talk about it very much, I don't think. I don't think, like, I don't think. Like I feel like
1: Rob's pretty normal, you know, like you know what I mean, like true. He is, he is. He talk about compared to, most pastors, and, compared to most
0: pastors. Compared to most
1: pastors, talk like about this. yeah, talk about surfing and life and and yeah, you know, just inter- interesting shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, yeah, Phil Vischer, I, I think is really interesting because one, he's not really a pastor, but he's so in christian media that, and christian yeah, entertainment yeah. so there's sort of an interesting like cross-section of the a lot of things that i'm very interested in and yeah. hearing like he's he's got a very fun personality on the podcast he's like he, he's not he's not dirty but he's not the most reverent either you know um it, it it's kind of a spirit you kind of would you wish you'd see more in Christianity, which I do think Rob yeah. Bell is very much in that uh, that that area as well, um, in terms yeah. of that tone. Maybe not necessarily in their beliefs, but um, but yeah, th- yeah. That Bell makes Bell was definitely a contender for for my number five spot. So interesting. Yeah. So we
1: both we both went with like a a religious esque. A, a religious adjacent person,
0: right? <laughs> I thought that was. Uh, I think that's interesting. Uh, my number four goes right into the comedian list, though. Um, of course, uh, Chris De Stefano. I mean, I've been talking, Chrissy. Yeah, Chrissy D. Chrissy Chaos. Uh, I, dude, I I. I. I, I think I said last time when I first started listening to him, I, when he was still doing his History Hyenas, pod, Hyenas podcast with Giannis Pappas, he was a guest on Andrew Schultz's podcast. And that's where I heard him first. And then I heard him guest on Tiger Belly. And then I heard him guest on Bad Friends. Uh, and, like, he's he's occasionally guested on Whiskey Ginger with Andrew Santino a few times. Um and then I started hey, listening hey, b- to and, his podcast and big itself. News.
1: What? And big news, he's he's on Rogan today. Right, he's recording today. As, as we're re- yeah. No, no, no. He's already recorded. It comes out today.
0: Oh, it comes out today?
1: Yeah. Oh, no the, the, way. Yeah, the yeah no. That the day that, yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, no, the day in... that,
1: the, that We're releasing the same date.
0: Right. That's oh the, okay yeah yeah that's right sorry I'm I'm thinking about the very moment we're in right now <laughs> instead of the moment this releases. Um, yes, this... <laughs> but uh, no, it's funny because I have been long awaiting his podcast on on Rogan for a long time. I felt like why is he not on Rogan? Does is he somehow not somehow not in like on that circle? But like yet he's. Like, I, he's guested on Two Bears before, he's guested on Bert's podcast, he, like, he's been on uh, YMH, he's been on Tiger Belly, he's been on Bad Friends multiple times, Santino, so it's just like, how, how has he not been on Rogan yet? Like, he's like he's definitely one of the hotter up-and-coming names, you know? Uh, like, he's tight with uh, Annie Letterman, uh, who's been on Rogan uh, twice now, um... So, like, I was just like, what? What's going on? Like, how is he not there? So it was cool hearing that he's finally going to be on Rogan. Uh, but he's... he's- he's he is very different from who I am but he's a history nerd but he's got this he's just got such a fun attitude and he loves making race jokes uh he he's just got that vibe that I enjoy like when he like when he just goes like so far into the politically incorrect and it's just so far out there and ridiculous it's just it's just the type of thing I love doing in our conversations uh all the yeah. time so like uh, yeah I, I, lo- I love Chrissy d He's he's Chrissy he's chaos. easily right now my favorite favorite co- comedian.
1: Speciweshi weshy man was very good. Yeah, was very good. I enjoyed that quite a bit, and I love the fact that he shits all over Netflix in that thing, <laughs> and still got them to buy that thing.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I love that he, he, within it, he's like. But I'm still good, you know. In case they, you know, this he's still like. In case anybody it. wants it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so funny he's in the middle of his special selling it. it is just amazing yeah uh yeah he's he's fantastic he is an amazing podcaster I enjoy him so much I've not caught all of the the all of his appearances everywhere yeah uh just here and there and he is fantastic really yeah. I- really really enjoy him
0: yeah um, i've, I've definitely gotten a, a little bit more into him like i even started like hunting for other clips and i found like some stuff from him on uh, um, uh, opie and anthony from back in the day so as like when he was first getting started and stuff like that too i don't listen to absolutely everything uh it, it, it uh-huh. there's there's he he has a fun contentious relationship with theo vaughn which is really fun when the two of them insult <laughs> each other um, yeah, because because they they do such a good job at that going back and forth on that one, so that's a that's a fun one occasionally. Yeah, New Yorker well. versus
1: a, versus a hillbilly. I yeah. mean, of course, like that's gonna be <laughs> it's, it's gonna be funny every single time. Yeah, it just makes sense. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, so that's my number four. Well, how about you?
1: My number four is uh, Dan Carlin from uh, Hardcore History. Uh, he's a radio guy. He's a history buff. And uh, just like just all around cool guy, like I just feel like we would have a lot to a lot of things in common to talk about. He's libertarian. He's libertarian. Leans libertarian. uh, Is really interested in politics, but like doesn't get involved much,
0: right? (laughs) Right. Which is nice. He just kind of he's really good at uh, storytelling and giving a lot of information and really really interesting perspective. So yeah, he's a fascinating guy. He's a really really interesting really really interesting person. I,
1: I love his voice. Like his voice is so good. Uh, it's he's he's just great. He's one of my he's one of my all-time favorite uh podcasters of all time. I I think he he's just top notch. Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. For sure. Uh my number 3 is Tom Segura. Uh okay. <laughs> uh it's very interesting though and because I was a little unsure of this one. Because uh, I actually even considered like Malcolm Gladwell on this, at this point. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's really interesting that I went Segura instead. But I think Segura is a little underrated in certain things. Like upfront, you you think of like just the depravity and the the crazy stuff that happens on YMH. But he's, he's yeah. an incredibly – he is one of the sharpest minds out there, I think, right now. I think he's incredibly underrated on that. Like, he's an – like, he – like, when you hear sort of, like, the underpinnings of, like, how he operates all these different businesses he's running – he yes. fascinates me. He did. It, I don't know if he's still doing it, but for at least for a little while, he was doing another podcast called Tom Talks, where it was just people he yeah. was kind of interested in, it, and more of like from a motive. Not, it, I wouldn't say motivational standpoint, but just kind of people he finds interesting. People that the YMH like format doesn't fit because that's a little bit more depraved, and you know, yeah. Two Bears One Cave is all about the bromance. So like th- with him and Bert, so. You know, like you don't, you don't really want to have serious discussions on that, that show. But Tom talks. Right. His first episode was with Tony Gonzalez, the the tight end, um, mm-hmm. and and it was fascinating. Like, because he was really getting into like how, like, the, sort of like discipline and focus and mindset and like the challenges that he's overcome, like that kind of stuff. So he, like, I think there there's a lot to Tom beyond just the comedian and he is such a like he is such a sharp comedian too like he, as far like <laughs> i the thing that i sometimes like worry about like he is he is so incredibly sharp i sometimes wonder if he's secretly psychotic with, with all of the crazy stuff he's into <laughs> you know uh, but but he it's he is such a he's definitely
1: he's well he's a comedian so yeah. he's a little off his rocker of course he has uh, he's to be. a lot he's a, your mom's house. He's a lot off his rocker.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Guys, oh, for sure. The things that he finds interesting are just like, oh yeah, um, just I, crazy. I <laughs> and, and, and occasionally, I've been there with him on stuff like that. Like I, I remember first listening to how they lost their McDonald's sponsorship was my yes. kind of big introduction to him and Christina P. So, mm-hmm. uh, which was hilarious. I don't know if you've if you've ever heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I followed that for oh, sure. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That that was such a that was crazy. So like it's I amazing. can I can venture into it to it to a point, but like there's there's definitely a line for me, I guess. Uh but yeah, he's so fascinating and I think he'd be like I think he, I think one-on-one he'd be such a fascinating person to talk to. I think there's so much you could talk to him about. Um and and it, you could still like that's one of those things like you can you could f- you could find more and more as you continue to talk to this guy.
1: Yeah, I you know the, the thing about thing about Tom is I, I'm I'm in awe of him a little bit. Um, I don't think he's a gr- like he, I don't uh, he's not a great podcaster to me, but I love his podcasts. And I l the fact that he basically you know what he's done that I think that impresses me the most is he built what we were trying to build with certain point of view. Yeah because he's got he's basically running a network now. He's running uh uh you know his own podcast. Him and Christina running that podcast network down in Austin now,
0: That's true. Yeah. Where
1: like you know it's like you know it's Two Bears, it's Tom Talks, it's his Spanish speaking one, it's uh and and, and uh it's uh, all of Burt's podcasts and it's also he's also just signed on a couple other new podcasters, comedian yeah. podcasts. And he has a bunch of other outside to... of that
0: like Ryan Potter, I think. Yeah, is, yeah all and a bunch yeah. of other guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he's he's created this like atmosphere where like up and comers are are getting the rub by being a part of his, you know, by his group. Uh and it's it's really really cool. Uh I am I'm, I'm in awe of how he's been able to do that. Like he is he is very 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 interesting guy, very smart guy. I think probably probably the best um best mix of businessman and comedian that's yeah. alive today.
0: I think so too. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, Kevin Hart's doing some pretty impressive stuff too. Oh, well,
0: yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, and maybe Kevin Hart's a little on a. Ho- well, you know what's funny? I didn't even think about Hart because I do love Kevin Hart, and I he's a guy that I I think similarly I would love. Not a to podcaster see. though. Uh oh yeah, I guess not- you're right. He's serious. Uh, he's, he, he, yeah. Well, I mean, he's doing a lot of stuff in new media as well. He's though. doing a lot of he's doing a lot of media
1: stuff, but he doesn't have his own podcast.
0: No, he's got the serious show, but he's got a YouTube channel too. So I, w- I wouldn't exclude him necessarily because of the 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 line is being blurred more and more between YouTube and podcasting. But I I, I guess you're right. There's a lot more. There's a, I guess there's a lot more like series is more traditional radio in terms of style, um, not and not not really quite like podcasting. And I guess all his YouTube stuff is more produced. So yeah, I guess I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. Phew. <laughs> oh, I feel better. Uh, all right. So who's your number? Uh, number three. Um, would be
1: Adam Carolla. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't listen to his podcast ever anymore. Yeah. Uh, I haven't listened to it in years. Um, it, as as like uh his podcast is a little too radio for me. Yeah. Like, it's a little too,
0: I had, yeah. <laughs>
1: like formulaic, you know, where it's like, okay, now we're going to do this. Now we're going to like, yeah. he, he sticks to that format. And I don't like that as much in my podcasting. So that's why I don't listen to it. But like, I think he's a fascinating guy with a really interesting voice. That's different. Um, in Hollywood, um, because he's a conservative. I, I find that interesting. And, and, I don't necessarily agree with his politics or anything, but I think he's a really interesting guy and has done some really cool things like the, you know, starting the man show and, and, you know, I just have a lot of things that I would love to just ask him and, and hang out and like learn how to hammer shit. Like he could be the dad I never had.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, it, uh, it it would be a weird relationship, but, but I'd totally be into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I you know I I have stages where I like curl and I don't I I I think I got a little over the uh, what's what's the, oh, the Prager connection yeah yeah and like I don't I don't dislike Prager necessarily but like I, I oh I don't like Prager okay all right I even, even even I was trying to, I was trying to be less judgmental even when I <laughs>
1: Even when I agree with Prager, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, it, to to me, it's, it, it's it's
1: just baggage. It's just baggage that comes with Prager, that
0: right? I, I mean, it's but it, it's like the same issue I have with an MSNBC, you know, and and it's 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 like oh, for sure they're they're like a tamer version of Ben Shapiro. So, in, in my opinion, um, oh, in a lot of ways, I think they're worse than Shapiro. Oh, you think so? Maybe I haven't. Maybe I I I tuned them out a little faster. Uh, Than I did. Shapiro. I don't know. <laughs> well, I just
1: never. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, uh, anyway, yeah, I I understand what you are saying about the politics, but he's such an interesting. Like he's such a. The politics aside, the thing that I find interesting about him is the st- all the stuff he's done outside of the politics. Right. Well, it's funny because I listened you know?
0: to his podcast for a long time. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I think I got a little tired just as everyone got more politically minded Charged, in yeah. the last. Um, mm-hmm what like six plus years six. um yeah it just like it just wear it just wore on me and i was just like i i can't listen to this show anymore <laughs> so right. uh but yeah he's such a fascinating person he's su- he is a, like y- you're right he is, he's got that, a very different energy than than we've got for sure but he is still a very interesting person uh i didn't like i did watch his the movie that he did um Oh, you did? Yeah, when, when when he put it out, like so, like it, it's funny. I'm not. I wasn't that. Lo- it wasn't that long ago that I was a little bit more on the uh, on the side of being a fan of his. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Funny. I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't say that. I'm. I wouldn't even even now. Right now, I don't think I would say I'm a fan of his. But I'd like to hang out with. Him. Sure. Like I'd like to be his friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't. I don't agree with him politically in a lot of things. But not that we need that to. Doesn't. Yeah that's yeah, never if, stopped like us. if if yeah. that's what I'm basing my relationships on man yeah. like that's that's such a stupid worldview of like well I don't agree with this person politically yeah. so we can't hang out and be
0: friends yeah like I think though there's so a there's a vibe grade. of preachiness though that I don't necessarily get from other people you know what I mean like uh, he he's not contained in he's not a podcaster but like Chris Pratt is a conservative. That I'm sure I don't agree with on certain certain major things, but I would totally hang out with them. I like it, when everybody was when people kept on doing that, like which Chris do you drop first? Uh he he would be my first choice to hang out with, you know? Right, um, right. So so poly- like, but yeah, I guess and and I think it's just the disadvantage of the the radio format, and that's the primary way to I've known Corolla because I didn't really watch yeah. him on the Man Show, so. I don't really know that version. Oh, I, of I used
1: to listen. I used to listen to him and Dr. Drew on Loveline, right? For and that's years on HFS, oh, exactly. And God, I know a lot I of people know show. him
0: through yeah the Loveline days. So that's the, yeah. So I so like, I know him way him more through Corolla. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, I I barely know that Corolla. Yeah, like I I know he does that shit, but I don't pay attention to like that's not where I remember my Corolla. Right. So. Yeah, I may have I may have an, an older, outdated view of who I would be hanging out with. And <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> would
1: be a, maybe a guest. I doubt it, but um, probably
0: not that yeah. much. It's just probably that's just nah. it's just well, that's what people are talking about nowadays. So especially when you're looking from a radio perspective, and like you said, he's an old school yeah. radio guy. They're going to talk about what's trending. So it just kind of yeah that that's it fits. There's probably yeah, more to it, it. It makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's it's still an awesome yeah.
0: choice. Uh my number two, Thanks. uh, you should already know from last week, but it's Duncan Trussell. he's <laughs> he's your number two. I thought he might be your number one.
1: Yeah, he's number two. I
0: really did. There there is <laughs> one there's still one more. Uh that there's definitely still one more greater than Duncan? I really? didn't I couldn't believe I left him uh, that I forgot about this guy. But um Wow. But Trussell would be my number two. Uh I mean, we and we went about uh, into it last week, but like that high, the high personality, even when he's not high, just the yeah. his vibe, he's fun, uh, and just yeah, I'd love, uh, yeah, Trussell, Trussell is one of those guys I would I would love to one day collaborate with if possible, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's
1: he's fantastic, man. Yeah, just such a creative, weird mind, right? Man. Like he's. He's awesome. I he's he and Joe like their their chemistry and their podcasts like were some like some of the very first um, conversations that made me really start to rethink my position on marijuana and psychedelics. Yeah,
0: yeah, I um, can see that. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, like we're. You know, and that that was like some of my earliest introductions had to be there had to be a Duncan Trussell conversation in there because I I remember like that was a big part like I remember like getting sucked into the JRE for that reason because I was you know it it forced me to examine some some ideas and beliefs that I had. And for for the better, uh, you know, and I'm I'm glad I did some some things I changed my mind on, some things I didn't, but um, that was one of the the early conversations that I remember just really being just fascinating right. and in depth and intelligent and hilarious all at the same time. And it's he's 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 cool. Yeah, he's very cool. And super into I wish spirituality.
0: So like that's totally my bag. So yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, you know, and he, what he went to Ram Dass's thing, right? And, in Hawaii, all those years, and uh, yeah, he would have amazing stories for sure. Yeah, uh, my number two is that where we're at? Yep, Tim Dillon.
0: Oh, I can't believe I did not even think about Tim Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Dillon
1: has to be, he is my favorite podcaster right now. Yeah, he is so out there and just pushing so hard and being so crazy. Yeah. All at the same time, he is just, he is, he's, whether I agree with him, disagree with him or not, he's entertaining. Yeah. Like, he's just entertaining all the time. No one rants like
0: him and Bill Burr. Those two are the best rants. And I might only give Dylan an edge right now. Uh, I mean, Burr is, is obviously more experienced, but Dylan... There's something about there's it. A, well, he there's he's got a he's got a more he's more intense about
1: it. Yes, like Burr goes on rants and but and and they're just like trains of thought that don't stop. Right, right. right. And they just kind of they just kind of keep going. And he has like this sort of like meandering path to him, and, and then like maybe he'll punch at something just a little bit, you know, just to get. But like Dylan is like attacking all the time, That's
0: and he's like,
1: and it's just it's a hundred. It's a he's at a thousand percent all the time, Right. And it's. He's a he's amazing and to it's watch, so out amazing there. to watch. It's just always and so, out so there. funny, so funny. I I would love to hang out with Tim Dillon. Yeah. I would absolutely that would that would be such a treat for me. Yeah, next he, time he's, he's in town, and he's one of my favorite. Yeah, <gasps> we should go. I like that idea. Yeah, next time he's in town, Wonder we when definitely. I was to town.
0: I was bummed that uh, the weekend he was here last. I ha- I had a previous engagement. Uh, something to do yeah yeah so i because I, otherwise i would have definitely definitely gone to that oh area. that's right he played
1: baltimore yeah didn't he
0: yeah he did ah oh,
1: we missed him yeah. yeah so we'll have to wait till he comes back but yeah i would love i would love to to team up with him in some way do work with him or just hang out with him to do, do something i yeah. i love tim Dillon. yeah he's fantastic
0: absolutely absolutely so all right so my number one yeah kevin smith Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. I don't know why okay. I didn't realize. Uh, I mean, he hes the obvious number one for me, like, in every possible way. Because, like, even though, like, he doesn't necessarily – like, he isn't really that into spirituality, he can discuss it too. But, obviously, yeah. as a nerd, as someone who's really into media – you know, like, and, you know, he's, he's, he's a stoner, you know, all of that is stuff that like, oh yeah, I could, I like, I could hang with that guy forever. Yeah. He's,
1: he, he's so positive. God, right. He's such a positive, at least, at least at, as far as anybody has ever been able to say about the guy, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him except for Bruce Willis. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> Other than that, like well, I even mean, Smith has backtracked
0: seems... on on his Willis thing after he found out that he, yeah. you know, the the whole issues that yeah. Willis has been having. So, um, yeah, but yeah, so again, they are very few <laughs> to have had a really yeah, bad experience with the guy. He, yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: he's he's, he's by all accounts a, a sweetheart of a person. Yeah, yeah, that's a great choice. I wish I had thought of him. I, yeah, that's that's a fantastic choice. Yeah, hundred percent. I get that. Yep, good choice. Yeah, my number one. Is your number two, Duncan Trussell. Yep. There is nobody better that I would want to hang out with, get high, have me lead me down some crazy spiritual psychedelic <laughs> journey just self-awakening and realizing that I'm one with the universe than Duncan Trussell. That would be the greatest trip ever. Like right. I would just have so much fun. So much fun.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: He's just the best. Yeah. And and I, I would love to I would love to see his process, uh, how he does his his live reads. His reads are so good. Yeah, oh yeah, like I would like. Does does he have that already scripted out, or is oh it he just has like to happening in the that has to be it uh, he must scripted be.
0: that that has to be produced. There's the, so- no way. the
1: the ones with the songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: there's no way <sighs> oh, that's I mean, improved.
1: Like how I I don't know, man. I mean, probably not. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. I would just, I would love to, love to just see what, what that mind is like. Right. Hang out with that mind. I think that'd be very, very cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. Uh,
1: honorable mention. Yeah. My honorable mention that didn't make the list that that could have. J. Mike Folsom. Ooh. I would love to hang out with J. Mike Folsom. I know. It's like I we miss never you guys.
0: do. We never, we never, you know, see it's him. been,
1: it's been a couple months. Yeah. It's been a couple months and we haven't seen it. Yeah. Him. We got to force him, him to
0: record with us when we do like a monkey business recording. And I need, I need to delegate yeah, some deal. work on that for to you guys.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. What we need to do is get together re, re, to record. Yeah. Screw up the recording. So we have to do it again soon.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that.
1: Because what is we get the recording and then we go, okay, well, uh, we'll edit this all up. We'll go through it. We'll blah, 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 blah. Never happens. So we never bother to schedule another time to get together again because nothing's happened in between there. Right. Because it doesn't feel, there's no urgency. So if we delete the content right out of the gate or don't record the content correctly out of the gate. I like the way you think. You got to do it again, guys. Yep. We got to do this again. So at <laughs> least we'll get two we'll get two good good sessions in with him before we, you know, he ghosts us again for 6 months.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds good.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so Kenobi is this week, buddy? Yep. This is it. Like we are just days away from a long-time dream for a lot of Star Wars nerds to come true. Right? Uh, do you have got any thoughts about Star Wars? We going into Star Wars? You going into Kenobi? Excited, anxious?
0: Uh, you know, I'm How just kind of going in even. I'm not I'm not trying to have any special expectations. I feel like when I do that, I'm happy, you know? Um I am I'm just interested to see what they show us. I I'll be perfectly honest, I had reservations when they reveal when um when they really started talking about this show a bit more like well so there, there's a couple mixed feelings and, and 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 I sent you that vanity fair article um yeah. recently um that, that that just came out recently uh but you know obviously this show at first was supposed to come out a lot earlier and then it got put on hold um because it was like too similar to the Mandalorian right which you know I I I was super happy they decided to put it on hold rather than just put out more of the same right like that that was sure like I yeah. I prefer you you know what delay just put a de- I'd rather you take your time and feel better about what you're putting out rather than trying to hit this artificial impetus from a release date that you set right there there's plenty of content out now we don't like as much as yeah like I'm, I'd be a little I'm a little disappointed to have Star Wars pushback, back I'd rather it be good. Than 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 bad, you know. So um, mm-hmm. so so I was excited about that. I will say I was a little hesitant when I heard w- that they were talking about Anakin, uh, that Vader and uh, Obi Wan would be facing off against each other again. Like that one was felt a little like, uh, is this a, is this a this is a lore breaking moment. Like shouldn't the yeah the, you know like? And, and I realized
1: I'm very curious, very curious to see how they actually pull this off because. I mean, that scene really makes it feel like they haven't seen each other since, you know, since uh, Mustafar. So,
0: right. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, last time I, I was, you I'm know, you were the master, curious. you know, which yeah. I, I mean, you know, like I was thinking about it and I was like, ah, I need to like as, as I've thought about it, like I, I've become less and less hesitant about that just because it's like that it doesn't spell it out that clearly like you can still interpret it as they they faced off against each other one more time so i am okay with that you know um
1: yeah I, i'm i'm open minded to yeah. it i'm not like oh this is just going to suck but i i think it is an issue that they're going to have to handle correctly they can't fuck that up right right they fuck that up that then all bets are off for how the rest of of the series is going to play out if they can handle that and and treat it well everything is going to go probably pretty smoothly, I
0: think. Yeah, and I'm excited about seeing the Inquisitors as well in live action, so that's yeah. that's going to be cool. I will say, I sure hope with all these things that they're adding to this, that we still, like, I I, I still want to see really Obi-Wan dealing with himself in this. I I don't want it to go so far into... An action adventure route that we don't get the introspection that I think this moment in Obi Wan's life deserves. Because I think I think if if I, I feel like previously it would have been a, a little more similar to what we see in that co- that comic. I don't know if you remember. In the there was like a, in the Star Wars comic, then the main title they had like a Obi Wan's journal thing, and there was a whole thing with he you know he he was just kind of working, for kind of from the shadows in Tatooine, uh, like there were there was like something that could have potentially threatened like some mob activity that could have threatened Luke, and he kind of handles it, um, you know just that kind of stuff like just him you know having to really really like push himself to not be revealed and. But and stay in hiding, and also like, and and also try to work to protect Luke. But also, there was a lot of just like him dealing with his failures. So it's just I, I'm sure we're gonna get it. I just hope it's not just like, I, I I don't, I don't want them to necessarily cater to this. Like Star Wars always has to be about big action. Not that I don't want any action in it. It's just I want to make sure that like, there's, let's have some time for character. You
1: offset the. Yeah, you offset the action with some quiet moments. Yeah. Some quiet introspections around yeah. here. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that it'll be I mean that's that's what uh in that Vanity Fair article you sent me, that's what Ewan McGregor said like was the story he wanted to tell. Right. Was like that this is this is a broken Obi-Wan Kenobi and how how can, how does he repair and rebuild himself, you know, even though yeah he's he's still quick witted and sharp. You know, sharp tongued. How does he? You know, how does he handle the depression and and the loss and and the disappointment of of all that and 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 still keep going, right? Um. So yeah, I I think it, 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 that that's going to take a really good acting on Ewan's part to like convey that yeah. of like because I mean like you're still going to get like funny, entertaining Obi Wan, right? Like, um, to a point. How, but yeah. how do you? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you? uh how do you portray that and like still like show the pain and the hurt, right. As well, right? You know what I mean, right? Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a this is their most difficult balancing act that they've done, right? For TV, right? And this is this is this is a big challenge,
0: yeah. And and I will say I do kind of hope this is one of the last like big legacy characters. I don't mind if they spin off some other characters that are more minor, but like. I, I'm ready for them to really move. Like Boba Fett and Obi Wan are are very very big characters. I'm 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 very excited for Andor. I'm really excited for Ahsoka. You know, um. So, I I'm I'm looking forward like to us getting the the this really important moment with Obi Wan. But let's I'm ready to move forward too. <laughs> let's just say that.
1: Well, I mean, and I think that that, that seems like that's. Kind of the direction they were going, based upon Kathleen Ken- Kennedy's quote about uh, a solo, and how th- their takeaway from that was we can't recast these legacy characters.
0: Which so that's that that's kind of one thing I wanted to lead to. W- what is your thought on that? Because that's definitely I lit up completely, to Star completely. I completely
1: disagree. Yeah, I completely disagree. Okay, thank you. Completely
0: disagree. I, I mean, I'm even of the mind that they could have recast Leah for. Um, Leia for um for Rise of Skywalker. I know people probably would have hated that. Or at least there would have been a, f- a loud faction of fans who would have hated it. But I think That
1: one's could. a little rougher. Yeah. That they could have I think that would have been rough. I, I would rather have them not made the movie at all or just written her character out honestly than than recast her that quickly. Yeah. Um especially in the, like knowing that that movie was supposed to be about her. Right. Um I, but I, you know, you're telling like these these you know previous stories, or later stories with these characters, you know, in the timeline. Absolutely recast them. Absolutely, just tell great stories, get great actors, and and do your thing. Like that's I don't care who's playing the character. Like it doesn't matter how many Spider Men have we had, right? Have we had, right? You know how many James Bonds have we had? How many? How many? You know uh, of these franchise? If you can't recast and retell these stories i guess you know i guess it works and it prevents them from telling star wars all over you know a new hope all over again or going back and and redoing the prequels you know what i mean yeah like so like I, it's not all bad <laughs> right because that's the last like i don't i don't want them to do that i don't want them take away to being like well if we're gonna if we're going to we have to like recast and redo a new hope and and you know this time yeah. uh you know we're going to do it this way i don't want i don't want that either like leave a new hope the way it is and if you have stories to tell in between movies and in between series and stuff like that tell it but so
0: here's an interesting thought about use, that use i do opinion. agree with you that i'd rather them not redo a new hope and you know or even the prequels for that matter um but there is something to be said for if you're let's you know you're watching this with your kids. It does seem like the sensibilities of these movies doesn't lend the original trilogy to be the most interesting to kids nowadays. Like the sequels right. have the pacing and the 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 sort of the language of storytelling graphics. has evolved from even from the prequels like the prequels definitely a little bit more kid friendly at least for modern kids i think at a certain point even they will be too slow for for kids but like it's it's like what do you think of like do you think in like 20 years like do you think that should be up for discussion like or do is it always this is like a the holy grail like the original trilogy does never never gets touched um
1: I'm I'm up for having the discussion. I'm I'm totally open to having the discussion. Yeah. My gut instinct on it is it's no George has to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, just out of respect, right? Um, and uh, like, uh, that's it. I guess. Yeah. Because uh, because people sense a bit like you said like this whole society's sensibilities are changing so quickly. Like what was cool 5 years ago is abhorrent now. You know what I right. mean? Like <laughs> things are changing so quickly and and on, you know and so dramatically right now to say like in 20, 30, 40, 50 years what how you know how, you this is how you have to reboot it. Like who knows? Like I mean do it all as fish. Who knows? I I <laughs> it, it might make a better story. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like do a mashup of of A New Hope and Finding Nemo, and you know just shoot it out of the park. <laughs> like nobody's gonna care,
0: right? Yeah, I don't know. It's I just an interesting I... idea because I mean, it's not like we've never seen movies remade, you know. Uh, and so, right. so there there are there's some great movies that are remakes of movies from from the past. Like, I mean, granted, it's not like the original was like the most well known movie ever, but you know, like. Um what was it um uh 310 to yuma like the the the, yeah. the more recent one it, it's a remake of an old movie uh-huh. and this the new one is fantastic you know um I love it yeah even like i mean like in terms of the biblical epics like ben hur is is definitely one of my all-time favorite movies and that was a remake of a you know of a silent film version of it you know so right it's but what, and what you what you don't want to do is what
1: um who was the director i can't remember the director directed uh did, did a remake of psycho but he did it shot for shot yes
0: i would not and, want and that
1: did it exact everybody hated it yeah. everybody was like i've already seen this yeah like, i want you to bring something using new, a different new actor, an and reinterpret yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah so that's that's why i'm like you know that's why there really can't be any rules like if you're going to remake a new hope Okay, like if if that you're gonna you're gonna reboot the universe or something yeah. like that. I'd love to see it if, reinterpreted
0: run, in animation, but yeah, but I feel like that's something that I wouldn't mind seeing sooner rather than later. But uh, but not necessarily considered as a canon remake. I, I the thing is, I I really want to be over like what's considered canon. That that's kind of the one thing that I feel that holds Star Wars back a little bit is this idea that everything has to be canon.
1: Why does that hold Star Wars back specifically, and not other nerd things for you? Well,
0: I feel like right now the MCU everything is- in
1: like everything in Marvel, everything in Marvel has to be canon. Everything in DC has to be canon. Everything. Well, in I the mean? MCU, like Sherlock, they've played every Sherlock Holmes is canon. I feel
0: like MCU they've played kind of fast and loose with that though. Like they haven't stuck with certain things. Like they've very quickly been able to say, you know what, that's not relevant anymore like there like there was like that meeting with like in an after credit scene with Tony Stark and and um uh what was it Ross um at th- Thunderbolt yeah, Ross Yeah Thunderbolt Ross after um after the Incredible Hulk and that really didn't go anywhere you know like that it didn't they they don't feel the need to like Yeah but it it wasn't it
1: yeah it was a it was a a th- yes, the scene didn't go anywhere, but that doesn't mean that it didn't like that it wasn't canon. I guess like, it's still that's that's not the same thing.
0: I guess you're right. I guess hmm.
1: I mean you're right. Like Marvel, more like in in the comic books, like they'll 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 break canon. You know, when they do like a major event or something like that, and, and, and like it's a whole new universe or whatever. Yeah, but like for the like for for a good period of time, the idea like you, you, they try to like get. A good stretch of time where it's like this is all everything that's happening is canon. like there's nothing the only except for what if like what if is the only non-canon breaking comic I can think of true.
0: Well, see one, I wouldn't mind a what if in, in with Star Wars, but two, I think the it, he, here here's what I think here's the negative I'm getting from it is now because they've committed to certain decisions in Rise of Skywalker. There's a lot of comics right now that are coming up that are explaining and going through the course of, like, okay, well, we've got to jump through all these hoops to make this story really work. Like,
1: right. he-
0: here's what's funny. when I, You could make this complaint about Clone Wars, maybe, but Clone Wars did a good job at coloring in the lines with the prequels. I think what it makes me realize are the prequels were not quite as bad as I had first thought. They just weren't as well developed. The, it was an it, w- it was an issue where these stories needed to be told serially. It came off of Lucas wanting to make his live action TV show, and then he de- they decided to do the this pre- the prequel trilogy, and he wanted to talk about a lot of really co- he had a, a lot of these really complex ideas that he had too many yes men around him, and he, they were never s- communicated simply. They never got through enough drafts. To get down to really the elements that mattered, right? Um, And then Clone Wars is there to shade in, shade in. The, The issue you have with the sequels, and of course, like I, I don't, I do think there was a plan. That plan had to change for two reasons: Carrie Fisher's death, and then two, the backlash to Last Jedi, which I think they overreacted to. And now you have this, like the the you didn't really have a ping pong effect, I think, going from Force Awakens to Last Jedi. I think people over like really dramatize that. But there is definitely a ping pong going from Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker, right? Um and now there's all this like, well, we gotta make sure all this Snoke stuff is leading up to Palpatine coming back. So like all this all these like weird decisions that are made in Rise of Skywalker, they're now having to really commit to and try to shade in and make that work. And I read, I, I read one comic for that, for Rise of Kylo Ren, and it just, it. Clone Wars. I remember feeling like, oh, this is better. I didn't feel that way with Rise of Kylo Ren, and it came from an author that I really, really like, Charles Soule. So yeah, I don't have the same confidence that and so maybe it's just that it's a rise of skywalker issue and not a canon issue um but that commitment to canon is definitely like uh i don't know and and i feel like well yeah that's because
1: that i mean that that's ultimately because you just, you just don't like
0: where that, decision that, that story made.
1: goes yeah. that's that story is as such an unsatisfying ending
0: but here's the thing lucas was fast and loose with canon and I appreciated sure. that from him in some ways Because it wasn't about making sure every detail lined up perfectly But telling a good story Because as, as much as the the sudden switch to Leia being the, the, Sky, the other Skywalker Is weird, ridiculous, and doesn't really work I mean, I love... For that decision, I think makes... Star Wars is better, ultimately, rather than makes it weaker. Like, I don't feel like such a purist that, like, oh, I wish they stuck to the original plan where there was another Skywalker sibling on the other side of the galaxy, you know? Lucas should have just stuck to that plan. Because, like, then you don't have the moment where, like, Luke goes nuts in the in the throne room scene when, when Vader, uh, you know, goads him a little bit and says, maybe I'll turn your sister and everything. Like, y- you have, like... The the drama of that moment, one of the best moments in all of Star Wars, in my opinion, because they decided, like, you know what? Like, maybe that detail didn't matter too much, but we're just we're just going to we're just going to go with this instead. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I don't. It's tough because, like, Marvel has kind of ruined that in the movie universes Mm -hmm. for everybody. Yeah. Right. Like continuity is like they've they've staked that claim and they've done it. So incredibly well, they have, yeah. So incredibly well, like just was the the misstep the missteps that they have made have been so minor, yeah. Uh, you know, every single one of those movies has been a hit and made them millions and billions of dollars. Like that, uh, you, it's phenomenal what what Kevin Feige is doing. Absolutely for for D, for DC and Star Wars and Star Trek and Harry Potter. And you know all these other IPs to try and live up to that standard and make that bar has proven very difficult for every other IP. They just have not nailed it. Yeah, they've not nailed it. Um, and it's uh, it's just it's a testament to how good Marvel really is. Like you can bitch all you want that they're just stupid superhero movies, but. Man, they're like as far as continuity goes and storytelling goes and keeping getting people's butts in seats and selling tickets and and generally being happy when they leave, there isn't anybody better. They're, they're just not. So I think like I, I think it's an interesting question whether or not we as fans and as nerds who are so obsessed with continuity, who like dive into the detail and get like really engrossed in these worlds, would we be better served if we if we went to a, a non-canical thing and just told stories in that universe and they don't necessarily all have to add up they don't have to line up and they don't have to be you know they don't have to be canical you know what i mean yeah like would that would 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 we be able, like would would we, as a society, as as a group of of fan, like, would fandom be a? Is fandom automatically going to not make that work? Yeah, I think I don't I don't I don't think fandom would ever buy into that.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they would be annoyed, but I think they'll find another reason to be annoyed. I think at the end of the day, they'll find a like, well, this didn't meet my expectations. Will be the is the ultimate issue that. I think fandom tends to have, um,
1: well, yeah, there's debt. Well, yeah, society definitely has like a whole, uh, self entitled thing going on where, you know, like my opinion as, as you and I speak into microphones so people can hear our thoughts, uh, <laughs> about like, my thoughts are so important that everybody needs to know what they are. Right. Um, there's a lot of and, and so you know oh well my important since I can uh, since I can tell you my my idea then you know I I am entitled that you uh, that you didn't make it hurts my feelings or something stupid like that like there's a lot of that in in fandom right now and it's it's not healthy either I I completely agree but I think it's a I think it's a slightly different issue I don't think like even if even if there were healthy dialogues about about that you know, the kind of stuff that we were just talking about I don't think. A fan, like a fan, automatic, like is is again, like going to be so invested in something that every single, like, um, well, let me ask you this: they they want that story to mean James something.
0: James Bond. You know what I mean, like, so James Bond. Yeah, I don't feel like I I, I can enjoy James Bond stories and reinterpretations and, and and stuff like that, but I don't feel like there's this pressure of canon because even each bond right. interpretation can have fairly different like resets personalities, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. 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 They, they each, they each bring their own different bond. Like it's, it's like multiverse idea. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? To next extent. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I get, yeah. I, yeah.
1: But, but you have, but you have, but even even in Bond, like, you have your, like, oh, I'm sorry, like, I'm a Roger Moore, James Bond guy, like, and and Roger Moore, Bond movies are the Bond movies, you know but, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but see, like I wouldn't that, mind having that, that, that with
0: Star Wars in the same way that, like, you have runs in comics, that you have, like, the, you know, the, the here's the Frank Miller run on Batman, but then you also have the Grant Morrison run, and, right. you know. Um, like, I, w- I guess I wouldn't mind that, like, I think that actually, I think Batman is a perfect example of like of that because, you know, sure, right now I'm not as crazy into the grim in, 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 in about grimdark Batman right now. Not that I've never I I never want that because sometimes I think that's a very interesting Batman. Yeah, but like I love '66 Batman, man. I love Adam West, you know, and I just want I I'm I'm here to see these different interpretations. I enjoy that <laughs> a lot. So. I guess like I wouldn't mind if you get Star Wars. Like I, I know I know people talk up like Empires being really, really dark. I wouldn't mind if you went, went in a slightly darker direction at Star Wars at some point. But like I I I mean I I, I wanna see like I, I love robot chicken Star Wars as well, you know? Right? <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and I feel like the fact that it's not canon is probably the thing that's holding back the all those fully produced Star Wars detours episodes, uh, from being yeah. from being released, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it's a bummer. I, I, you know, I don't. It's that's it's a that's a, a tough call. I mean, you could go. I think you could go. You could go either direction on that yeah. and be fine if if you fully committed to yeah. it and just. Dealt with the bullshit. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, like they've they've already gone down the road of like, oh, everything is canon. Yeah. So they've they've
0: really committed to it. That they just, cleared. They cleared the board, if, so that if they that's could the case, clear legends off the table. Yeah.
1: Right, and if that's the case, then you got to write great stories. Yeah. You can't have like, oh, this is a bullshit book. Like that was the nice thing about Legends was like, if a book sucked.
0: Oh, it's not canon. Right, and I I, see, I would, as much as I'm not into Legends, especially with how all over the place it was, I wouldn't mind if, like, some of those stories that didn't get finished, I wouldn't mind if they continued that for the people that want it. I'm not the guy going and reading that, but I do feel like there's an audience that would enjoy that. You know, like, I I don't mind you playing a little bit more fast and loose with some of these stories. I think we could afford to have something where we're like, hey, like, because I remember hearing reading something about part of Lucas's original vision for the Star Wars series of movies. Because, like, obviously at different times there's been, like, six stories that was the, the original stories, and then nine, and then 12, and then 16, and then all these different things. But I think I remember at one point when he was talking about, like, there's 12 different episodes in the saga, He he said something about, like, he wanted to have different filmmakers come and be a part of it that it wouldn't just be him right telling these stories and they would tell what's special to them in that and i like the idea of star wars being a sandbox N- and not necessarily maybe i'm not as obsessed with it being a universe and i'm more interested in being a sandbox because one of the things that i love about star wars is is you know we were we were just talking about you know not remaking Star Wars but Star Wars is, is in the way that it's pastiche and that it brings all these different like all these other stories together like I I remember I remember reading finding a book at at a Walden Books this is when I was in high school at Wheaton wow, Plaza
1: going old school right.
0: Uh, I remember seeing it. And it was about the mythical sort of like it was about the mythical DNA of Star Wars, and I really wish I had bought this book because it really like really went like in depth and kind of talked about like this is how the story the story of Joseph, this is how this particular Greek legend, you know. Then obviously the Kurosawa stuff. Oh, I have that book. Oh, do you have that? Yeah,
1: I know which I know exactly which one you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it, but I I have it. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I need to borrow that somewhere. From you. Somewhere. <laughs> I got to find I'd have to find it. I have so many books in storage. Right. I have no idea where it is. Yeah. Jenny may have given it.
0: Yeah, That's possible too. Yeah,
1: but I know. I, but I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about.
0: Great. Book. Yeah. And, and it was just so cool. Like that was one of the things like because I, I read that like re, like right after I had watched the original trilogy and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that this was something you could do. That you could take the like the like it's okay to take these different stories and remix it in to make something new out of it, you know? That to me, that's one of the the coolest things about Star Wars and it is one reason why one of many reasons why I love The Last Jedi so much. It's not just like i I don't I'm I'm trying not to hate JJ Abrams as much because I think Abrams gets it a little different, because he loves he does love Star Wars. It's very clear he loves Star Wars, but he kind of in the same way that he did he's done homages to Spielberg he's very much about um, it's an homage to the original films and that kind of that's it like that's all that exists in that in that homage that he does whereas johnson decides to do what lucas did and take the similar stories, a lot of the the same t- authors who influenced Star Wars originally, and the ones that influenced Johnson as well. And he takes all of that and kind of pulls it together and comes at, with something that also works within the universe. So I think for for me, I like that idea of that sort of that process of of doing that. And that's why like I still like Force Awakens, even though it is, you know, uh. A little bit of a knockoff of A New Hope, you know? <laughs> um, but I still – and I still absolutely adore Last Jedi. I just can't get behind Rise because it is that four quadrant. It, it is the epitome of, like, corporate filmmaking, of, like, going back mm-hmm. – like, backing off of any sort of integrity uh, as, a, as, as yeah. a creative. Just pleasing, yeah. Yeah. And just pleasing,
1: and just trying to please everybody, right? And and, and pleasing nobody, and pleasing in the people who
0: are too that are diametrically opposed to each other. Like if you picked one side, yeah. even if you didn't pick my side, at least you picked a side, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I can respect that, and yeah, I, yeah. Like totally. if they fully, if For they sure. decided to just go, she's a Palpatine, and they just went into it and not like tried to have both sides of like she's a nobody, she's a Palpatine, she's a, you know, she's a Skywalker, you know, and, and like all the, the Skywalker stuff, I don't have this big of a problem with, but like uh, all of that, it, it it just felt like it, it felt like fan service in the dirtiest way, <laughs> you know possible yeah so that's my that's my fear right now is that they're still after reading that article that i'm I'm still a little concerned that they're they're Mm -hmm. not that they're a little still they're still a little afraid i still feel they're gun shy but i'm also encouraged because as we get away from this era in star wars i'm a little bit more encouraged because the 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 acolyte looked very interesting um I will say, Andor, I'm very excited for it. That's actually the one I'm really looking forward to. Even more than Obi-Wan, to be perfectly honest. Um because it's different and it's from a different perspective. Even if it's close to some of the events, it's from a wildly different perspective. You know. It's not from the, the, the view of the Jedi and from the, the the Emperor or, you know, the the big forces at play. It's it's like this is uh this is one man who's not the most significant member of the rebellion but he's he you know how does he well you know why does he become a rebel how
1: does he bec- how does how does he become the rebel that sacrifices his life so heroically right. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's going to be it, yeah that it, that could be a really great story yeah. i i didn't love the andor character in that yeah. movie um uh, so i'm not i'm not as excited right. about that movie just because i didn't love that character uh, but I'm guessing I'm, as we get closer and I start to see clips and stuff like that, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna geek out and totally buy yeah. in. But like on paper, that's not really the story that that gets me excited. Get the Acolyte yeah. story gets me excited because you're still doing Jedi and Sith, but you're doing it in a completely different time, a completely different era, all new characters. Star Wars is so big, uh, you know. I think that that one of the problems that like you were describing with with JJ's movie and 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 the way he does his filmmaking i think you i think you're spot on i think he does homages and he does them very 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 well but he's not a great storyteller right. he he does he's a great story starter yeah. but he doesn't have the ability to to finish a story exactly. you need somebody else to write that for him um so like that was just the wrong place to put him with unrealistic expectations and not enough time to do it properly like there's just a lot of a lot of problems going into that that last movie, yeah. you know, Carrie passing away and having to rewrite. I mean, it's just, it's a disaster. It's amazing that the film got made at all. You know what I
0: wonder? Um, it it, it would be really interesting if somehow J.J. J. Abrams had gotten hired to fix Solo. And if Ron Howard got hired to fix, to do Rise of Skywalker. I wonder how different the right. movie would have been.
1: They both probably would have been great. Yeah. They both probably would have been great. Yeah. Cuz you're right. The sensibilities right. for some reason I story. feel
0: like might have been right. And and not not to knock howard what what Ron Howard did with Solo cuz I still like that movie. Um Yeah, I think it's yeah. great. But I think it's fun. I think it's really yeah. fun. Yeah. this is interesting I thought, but that suddenly popped yeah, up.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I I I I wish uh, part of part, of, I feel torn to to go back to the original question of like, should they recast? I feel torn. Yeah, you know, uh, on one hand, yeah, I would love to see it. I really enjoyed the solo movie; I thought that was really good. I'd love to see a young Princess Leia uh, film series or or, or TV you know, series. It would be even. It's better.
0: It's funny. I just I like I went through all of this saying I don't want to see legacy characters again, but yeah, I'd in a heartbeat I'd I'd watch that.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. With the, with the the girl from uh Millie Bobby Brown. the girl from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes, she's perfect yeah. for it. Like get her. Get her now. Yeah. Like Stranger Things is wrapping up. Like let's you know she's the perfect age. Let's let's make it happen. Um I think that would be super cool and and, and a lot of fun. There there's yeah, I'd love to see Lando. I'd love to see more of Lando. Well,
0: that one we um, should be seeing cuz there is supposed to be a Lando Disney Plus series. Um Oh, is yeah there? That, that really? I didn't. Hear oh, yeah, that. no that that that's already one that was that was announced with with Donald Glover. Um, it was with someone who uh often collaborates with Donald Glover, but there's no casting news or confirmation of who's going to be in it. So I would say that considering it's someone who's collaborated with him before, I I get the idea that he'll be in it, but I'm sure okay. not ev- not every. Not not everyone signed contracts just yet. I think it's more it's in development at this point.
1: Okay, all right. Well, I would love that. I think that would be super cool yeah. with Donald to come back and and uh, what's the name of the dude they got to place solo? Uh, Alden, Alden Ehrenreich. And, yeah, so or, good. I,
0: he was yeah. so good at. I, I liked yeah. him. Yeah, I
1: thought he was yeah. great. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't Harrison Ford. Who cares? Yeah, need like, to be. I I still thought he was super likable. I'd love to see Kira. I'd love to see more. Yeah. Maul. I'd love. You know, I, I mean, obviously, I really want to see
0: more Kira. So, uh.
1: yeah, like it, it's all good, man. Like, just tell more. Just tell good stories. Like, it's it's a hard. If you're gonna have the continuity thing, fine, but you get you gotta tell good stories. Right. So, I think it was good that they took a pause on everything to kind of reassess how they wanted to tell Star Wars yeah. stories, and and moving kind of in the serial TV Disney Plus direction, I think was. 100% the right. Yeah, path.
0: well, and it's kind of the, the move they had to make by necessity. Because the thing is, there is a lot on the way. Like, I mean, just in terms of TV, we've obviously we've got, in animation, we've got Bad Batch. I think we're expecting more Visions, or at the very least we're expecting one of, I forget which episode of Visions it was, but they are talking about developing it into its own series. Um, oh, cool. But uh, I think it was The Ninth Jedi, I think, was the one that they were talking about. Yeah. Um, and then there is so that's an animation. There might be another animated series on the way as well. There keeps on being rumors. All right. Uh, the Filoni's been working on a new yeah, one. Yeah, right? there's a, maybe one or two. There's one that I think uh, is the rumor is it's called Tales of the Jedi and will be an anthology series, uh, all over time and space in terms of the Star Wars galaxy. Maybe we'll see, or maybe just going cool. back earlier. So uh, there's that. Um, and then there's always been the rumors of, like, a post-Return of the Jedi animated series uh, for a while now. But then uh, we've got also, obviously, Andor, Ahsoka. Um, Rangers of the New Republic got scrapped after uh, Gina Carano got fired. Um, mm-hmm. But um, then there's a-, a Lando series that's in development. Uh, we've got a story called The Acolyte, which is supposed to happen... around a dark side user towards the end of the high republic so that's going much further back which is awesome um then i'm looking forward to that one a lot then there's that one that was really interesting it was codenamed grammar rodeo um and uh the 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 guy who uh, was it john watts the guy who directed the last three spider-man movies he's working on that uh, apparently okay. that's what he left uh, Fantastic Four to work on. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, so there's that. So that that's also coming up. Uh, and then in terms of movies, is that is that another
1: TV? Oh, that that's all TV. That's all Disney. Yeah, and also. I think
0: I mentioned Ahsoka uh,
1: on that list.
0: So yeah, yes. Uh, that that okay. one definitely is huge for sure. Um, yeah. But then like in movies, this one got delayed. It was originally supposed to come out sooner, but Rogue Squadron with Patty Jenkins. Then you got Taika Waititi's movie, um, and then you got the movie that Kevin Feige is producing and writing with Michael Waldron, who's the guy who wrote Loki, and he wrote uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He's working on a Star Wars movie as well. Uh, so so you got all that in the works as well. And then uh, obviously the the Ryan Johnson one isn't isn't dead, but it's it's not necessarily alive either at the moment it's on life support
1: yeah. it's on life support
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah which is the one that we all that's the see. one i want to um, see so bad
0: <laughs> but i don't mind him just going well, through some exciting. get get giving me some knives out until then
1: yeah i'd rather have a star wars yeah. film. <laughs> um i uh i didn't realize there were that many star wars films on the docket like i thought like most of that had been scrapped i thought like after after the the kind of the the air being let out of the balloon um for the rise of skywalker um they said like okay, like we're putting everything on hold we're,
0: well we're, I think the pandemic was more putting right things now. on hold rather than them officially putting anything on hold, but a lot of these have been announced after rise of Skywalker, actually. the vast majority of these were announced after
1: interesting. Yeah. Do they ha- but they don't have any release dates or anything like they're, they're all in like pre-development hell, right? Uh
0: the, they I think they have like years picked out for some of these, but not not very specific release dates.
1: Right, because it's all in in pre-development. They yeah, they're still working out right. scripts and trying to figure Casting, out how to make this thing all okay. that
0: kind of stuff. Yeah. They're early. It's early. Okay. But yeah.
1: So all there's right, a lot well, At least we have uh, uh... I'm in no hurry. Yeah. I'm in no hurry to go to a movie theater to watch Star Wars. <laughs> right. Keep putting it on Disney. Keep putting it on Disney Plus. I'm totally happy. Yeah. That's that's really all I want right now. I'm totally happy with what what they're doing with with TV. It's working. Uh, they they've they've got it perfect right now. Like the tone is just right. Like just keep it keep it there, and I'm happy. Never make a movie again. Uh, I'll be fine.
0: Right. Uh. So. So I imagine we're about to wrap up, but I wanted to ask you. What, I wanted to talk to you about one more thing uh, before we yeah, before we up? do that. So I was talking to uh, to our buddy Chris, uh, and apparently okay. he and our friend Brian have been quoting us fairly regularly. That we've sort of that's something we we've said has really touched them, and has become part of something that they need to regularly remind each other of. And it was don't put your put your dick in crazy.
1: Uh, don't put your dick in crazy is great life
0: and frankly we may need to capitalize on this and uh, make some don't put your dick in crazy merch Uh, because I feel like I feel like not just from uh, a a monetization perspective bro just from a a practical service I feel like it's worthwhile to have couch cushions that say you know don't put put your dick in crazy so that like in the moment (laughs) where like after you've you know you're, you're in that moment. You might need that reminder because you're not always thinking the right way. And if you're kissing, a, You're gently kissing her neck and you look over her shoulder and there's a pillow that just says,
1: don't put your dick in Especially crazy. if you just told you how stop. Venus is in
0: retrograde. And you might need that reminder. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so throw pillows, t-shirts... Uh, what else, what else could we put well, that Well, condoms would, that would be the be most helpful. practical. Condoms? <laughs> no, because you don't want anybody to ever use them. <laughs> 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 they'd buy the, like, they'd buy a box of condoms and never buy another box. <laughs> uh, like, that's, that's horrible marketing, Addy. <laughs> uh, how about, um, don't put your dick in. What do you put things in that look like, uh... So oh, No, fleshlights no no flashlights that's the one that's the one- well, I feel
0: like you would have to because that's all you're left with at that point
1: that's you know it's it's better this than crazy that's, it so and that's Is the tag that's, so? the that's the tagline that's the tagline that's so. <laughs> I love that. I we need to talk off air because I think I might want to. We got to see if we can have those made because I definitely want to have. Don't put your dick in crazy flashlights.
0: Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk about it.
1: Well, I want my, my mother in law to come over and visit this summer and like just see a box of flashlights in the corner.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh,
0: all right, buddy. Let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. Well. Uh, until next time. We are batty.
1: We are one. Sweet.